Well, good day to you. It's Joel with Viking Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith, and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. All right, yo, what's up? It's your boy D. Starks, Starks the Artist. And you are now tuned in to the Just Different Podcast where we talk everything, faith, life, and culture. So, look, Christmas has come early, not just for me and Jordan, but for everyone who is listening as well. When me and Jordan first moved out and as we've been living together, one issue that we have had is the fact that we cannot stay away from the fast food restaurants. And it has been an issue. I don't know if it was because I was trying to fulfill my inner child because of all the times my parents said no when I wanted to go out and get something to eat. But when we moved out initially, those first two months, I did not see a grocery store. Like it was getting (laughs) very precarious and like just dangerous for us. But the only thing that actually helped at all was hello fresh and for those who don't know it is america's number one meal kit and when i say it saved us so much time and money as well that i didn't even realize like for two 20 somethings that had just moved out that never really cooked before it was fail proof and actually helped us you know have food to eat Every night that we didn't have to go out to what was what was your go to fast food? Uh, it was definitely probably Papa John's. I don't know if you, I don't know if you know that fast food. But it was pizza right up the street. But like, rather going to Papa John's, Domino, Carry Out, or whatever it was, um, HelloFresh was able to help us. It came in clutch. I'm telling you. I think the biggest thing for me when we had transitioned, like when moving out on our own, was like. It felt so inconvenient, the whole process of having to get, you have to go to the grocery store, right. figure out what you want. Like, I don't cook. I don't cook. So it's like, I don't know Plus what every ingredient, what I want to put together, get mm-hmm. every little thing that I get the seasoning and all this. Then you got to come back home, put all the stuff up. And then when it's time to cook, get all of it out. It just felt, <laughs> it just felt like such Hearing a process. It, nah, and plus, like, we had work. We had the podcast we were doing. And it was like, a lot of people can relate. It's a lot of stuff that you're juggling. So it's 100%. like- the process can feel inconvenient, but with HelloFresh, it was like it get it gets delivered right to your door. It comes with everything in it. You know what I mean? You get it out. They got fifteen minute recipes. The time thing was huge with cooking. They got fifteen minute recipes. The directions were always pretty clear, so it came in clutch for sure. You could not fail. You can't like miss. it was going to get you to where you needed That's to go within fifteen to thirty minutes, which was absolutely crazy. And it was meals that were obviously nutritious, healthy, which exactly. is something we needed, and they actually tasted good Facts. and gave you a variety of it. So for everyone listening, especially for this holiday season, like skip the grocery lines and being in the chaos Please. of all of that and just get these meals directly to your door. HelloFresh, they have over like 45 recipes and mm-hmm. 100 seasonal add-ons. And something I didn't know is they actually have breakfast now as well. That's crazy. Meals that you can also get. Yeah. And so, with all of that being said, I am so happy to announce that they are the sponsor of today's episode. Yeah. And what they are doing for us, and rather really for you, is giving you all our promo code to use so you will get a free breakfast 
item for life included in your subscription as long as you have it along with money off of your very first order so you can go to hellofresh.com slash just different free and use code just different free for free breakfast for life one breakfast item per box while the subscription is active along with money off of your first order and that's free breakfast for life at hellofresh.com slash just different free and you use code just different free as well and so definitely highly recommend try it out especially with this code listen y'all it's going to be very low risk and high reward if you love it you can try it extremely cheaply and if it's not something that you rock with you know just go on about whatever about your business right Right, (laughs) so yes that's HelloFresh, america's number one meal kit it's amazing that they sponsored this episode since we've had lived experience with them but real talk anyways go check that out and help us by really helping yourself save you some time you know and try it out. but nonetheless we love y'all as always and shout out hello fresh they helped me on a lot of them hungry nights you know what i'm saying <laughs> and that is a lot of words for the website and code but you can find all this in the description so yep it'll be there but now getting into the episode i recently saw a quote that really inspired a lot of this thought and I didn't really know where it would take this conversation or where I would land, but it really steered me in the direction of diving into integrity, the importance of and why it is something God values a lot, above a lot of things that we believe to be significant. <clears throat> and it was, your accomplishments don't speak at your funeral. And with that, I added, God cares more about your character than your platform. God is more concerned with your heart than your career. And God puts more weight on integrity than your performance. Mm. And when we focus more on performance than refinement, we will always miss what God wants to do in our life. And it's interesting because we can't ask God to use us and also refuse for him to do surgery. And it seems as if we want everything but God's cut when he has to lay us down and put us on the table and start doing work on the parts of ourselves that need removal. Mm -hmm. And that struck me. It was one of those that it was so profound, whether I saw it on social, YouTube, or listening to a podcast that I had to put in my notes. But your accomplishments won't speak at your funeral They're speaking to the fact that the one thing people will speak to can attest to and that will be left with them was the character they interacted with when they met you, when they saw you, when they encountered you. And that's, you know, how we're called to live, especially when we think about being the representatives, ambassadors of the kingdom. You know what I mean? Every interaction is someone not just coming in contact with you, but what you represent. And, you know, as Christians, it it can be a weight that seems unfair or a lot, but it's one we never have to carry ourselves. And it's important for us to be vigilant of or aware of. Yeah. And that quote is fire. You said you saw that on Twitter? I have no clue. Uh, It probably would. It'd be like that, though. You never really know what you find stuff. Um, But I was, when I was thinking about this concept of integrity and specifically that quote as well, I was thinking about. Matthew 6 is, a, is immediately where my mind went when I think integrity, when I think, you know, less of a focus on like what you're doing and less of a focus on trying to be in the spotlight and your accomplishments and the accolades. Like when I thought about all that, 
I thought about Matthew 6 because the whole entire chapter starts off with, in verse 1, be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. And I've talked about Matthew 6 before. The whole entire chapter gets into this um, this principle of the secret place, right? And and it really attacks and, and pinpoints your why behind your actions and what you're doing, right? So it starts with that, like making sure you're not just doing things to be seen by people, making sure you're not just doing things to be in the spotlight or, or to get these accomplishments. And then it goes into, I'm going to read one in Matthew 6, 4, it says, do, do not give Well, it goes from verse two to four, but it talks about giving. It's like, don't give just to be seen by others so that you're giving. He says, but give knowing your father will see you so that your giving may be in secret. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. So that's Matthew six, four. And then it goes on to say this about reading. It goes on to say this about praying. Don't pray in the synagogues to be seen by people. Your father will reward you when he sees it's done in secret. It talks about this with fasting. Don't fast so that, you know, looking all week so people know that you're fasting. Do it in secret. What the father sees in secret, he will reward you. So essentially the whole the whole entire concept or lesson that I give from all of this is that if you do things to be seen by people and or admired by men, your reward will be their temporary applause. But if you do things understanding that you're seen by God, right, your reward is going to be eternal. So it really it really attacks and and, and shows you what God's heart is. Like his his heart isn't about what you're doing externally necessarily. And his heart isn't about what's what's being seen and what's in the spotlight. His heart's about like that integ that integral part like and we've heard it before like integrity is like what you're doing when no one's watching type of thing right so that's why this this whole entire chapter stood out to me is because that's that's what it's pinpointing god is saying and showing us his heart he's showing us like yo it's about where your heart is that that that's what matters and it's not about if it's being seen by others but it's seen by me and that's what you have to put your focus on so that when i thought about in the word what just yells out integrity that was the first thing that came to mind to me and to your point you know growing up in school you had the golden rule which you know treat others as you would treat yourself yeah right yeah and it was along with that this whole piece of integrity to your mm. to what you said of integrity is doing the right thing when no one is watching yeah you know not any type of virtue signal of wanting to appear one way in public, but have another motivation in your heart. And so with that, I was, you know how sometimes you hear stuff growing up. I'm like, yo, is this really true? Or they were just like, you know, capping. I know what, I know what the deal was. (laughs) And so as I was looking up definitions of integrity, I Mm -hmm. found a lot and, and they all align with what we're familiar with. But there was one that really stood out that I put down. And it said, inner commitment to moral standards independent of external circumstances. Mm. And it is ultimately, as we are so familiar with, like producing or rather acting in your morality, irregardless of praise from people or surveillance from someone else. And this really comes full circle because along with the quote I saw, I was having a conversation last week with our good friend, friend of the show, Amadeus. And he said something that I had never heard before, but made so much sense. And it was, 
in your walk with God, most people will never see your godliest moment. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. It's like that's so interesting, but so true. Yeah. Because, you know, that moment where they said something disrespectful out of pocket mm-hmm. and or that was just completely out of line and you could have snapped back. You right. could have responded in this way. You could have said this or maybe reacted with the same type of energy mm-hmm. and yet held that restraint. It, it's those moments when you could have went out with those particular individuals. You right. could have gone back to those habits. You could have answered that call, accepted that invite and said, no, I'm committing to you. Those are the moments mm. that no one else Never. will ever see those are the parts of the walk that we will never be aware of you know like we we see this so often with some of the people that we love and we adore and admire even in our space that are great vessels for god blessings for the kingdom um amazing orators musicians mm-hmm. artists creators whatever it may be but we never see that moment Mm-hmm. right like uh, all these little things that was leading up to this you know godliness or this character that we see in front of the screen or on the stage yeah and i say that to say that's where the real work happens and where that surgery begins and where mm-hmm. the refinement process really starts to come into place and why we have to be committed to that because Here's the issue when we're not moving in integrity and everything is for the stage, then anything is up for grabs when we get off of it. So mm, if thanks. no one is wa- if no one is watching, well, they're not going to see it. Yep. They're not going to find out. I can go here, be with those individuals, accept that invite or whatever it is because well, they won't know anyway. So if it's always about them, what they don't see, I am now permitted to do. Yeah. And that leaves us in a place where we're just, you know, moving further away from obviously where we need to be. And then our master is no longer God, but whatever the perception of us is at the time. Mm -hmm. And so I thought that was just one of the important parts of this when it's when we talk about integrity it's that aspect that like no one's going to see these godly moments Mm. and so it's important to know that god does and that's the reward that matters and that's why i love that you brought matthew 6 full circle for sure for sure and i'm something that you just said sparked a thought in my mind because you're talking about like you know people that you may respect in the faith and you like look at the way that they live their lives now they have such a steadfast spirit such peace such, such serenity they're, they're so bold like all you look at all these things that you respect about them and that that's the reward as well like although the the reward is eternal in terms of like you know heaven and and, and entering into god's kingdom after after our lives here on earth um that is also a part of the reward that is talking about in matthew 6 right do these things in secret and I, the Father, will reward you with more of my presence. I'll reward you with um, knowing more about me and my character. That That's the reward. And I feel like the product of, that was always meant to be the product of God's eyes on us. And I think sometimes it's 
it's used as a scare tactic. I, and I, I maybe some people can relate who who heard this type of stuff in the church growing up. And I know you can relate. It's like God see God's watching. Mm-hmm. God God sees what you're doing. If no one else sees it, He sees that thing that you're doing in the dark. And it's like yes, and that's a part of it. Understanding like you can't hide from Him. But it, I think it it was more so meant to be like God sees you, like in a in a in a loving way because he cares type of way and, and less like a uh, he he's just waiting for you to slip up type of way because some people look at it like that. But think about God's eyes on us in a Matthew 6 type of uh, framework. His eyes are on us because he wants to reward us. His eyes are on us because he, he sees us and he cares about us. And the reward um, of his eyes on us was always meant to be deeper relationship with them was always meant to be um, a more fulfilling life here on this earth. It, it was never God's intention to do that just so he could wait for us to slip up and, and, and you know, rain down fire on us. Cause I think sometimes that's, that's how, how it's used. But that thought got sparked in my mind when you was, when you was talking about that fact. And while you were speaking, I remember I just saw a YouTube video. I didn't watch, but the title struck me and all it said was, God, and in quotation marks, it says, or quoted, I require discipline and self-control and how that's eternal. But I I think, and you can fact check me really quick Mm. when it comes to Matthew 6, but there's also a verse that mentions the fact that whatever I see in secret, Mm. I will also reward publicly. Mm. And I mentioned the fact that God requires discipline and self-control because there is no next step there is no next level or elevation to whatever he wants for us next without it and again like what happens in a secret place and what we can't hide from god is what he's judging like that is the barometer for how he's looking at our progress where we're at and if we're equipped to where he wants to take us. And I think too often we just want to skip, run, mm-hmm. or bypass that operating table. And that's no longer going to work. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Yeah, so it's uh, the verse that you were talking about, Matthew 6. It's Matthew chapter 6, verses 3 and 4. Um, and it says, your father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly mm-hmm. is what it is, is what it says. So just speak, speaking to that. And <sighs> David came to mind. I was sitting, I was sitting down. I was, you know, also, you know, just thinking about what, what direction I wanted to go in and, and wanted to speak on. And David came to mind because I was just thinking about his life and how outside looking in. So say David was just a guy, he wasn't in the Bible, it's just a guy that you're reading about in some novel, some some book. And you look at his life, you'd be like, This guy was kinda wild. Like he was kinda crazy. Like he 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 was he was cool, I guess, but he He was wild now. Yeah, he was wilding. He he could have lived. He could have lived. He yeah, was, yeah. He, he could have did a lot of better things. Like he wasn't the best person, right? But 
when you look at the 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 word david was seen as as a man to be admired and even he set he literally set the standard for all the kings to come after him like he was the mode like he was the <laughs> like he was literally the oh man we gotta try to be like king david like he was a man after god's own heart like he he's just spoken spoken of as a man that's respected and i think literally that fact alone speaks more to god's heart regarding this topic of it's less about the outcome it's less about what you're doing outwardly and it's more about where your heart's at that speaks to that even more because although david was outwardly doing some stuff that was like kind of wild and he was like you know disobeying god at times it was where his heart was right god understood and knew like this is still a man after my own heart when he messed up he was genuinely remorseful he always confessed he always turned back to god he always repented with such a heavy heart um so I was thinking about that and I'm like, yeah, like that, that, that alone is such a clear indicator that God is, it's less about what you're doing outwardly. It's less about the accolades. It's less about this and that. It's less about this. It's, it's about where your heart is. And I think even if you're comparing David to maybe even um, Solomon at face value, you look at the life of Solomon, it's like, oh, well, I mean, he, he, outward accolades, he did more. He literally built the tabernacle that God had been wanting physically on the earth for such a long time he built the tabernacle um when he came to him and, and asked him if he could have anything he asked for wisdom like you look at it, it seems like solomon was a good guy right but <laughs> what, what was the difference between him and david is solomon ended up turning away from god and turning to other idols right turning to other gods his heart wasn't in the right place his heart wasn't with god that was a difference between him and david it wasn't about the outward accolades and accomplishments that happened it was about where the heart was david always turned back to god mm. Solomon didn't. So like that's the difference. So so even that alone shows where God where God's heart is as well. Is your heart with him? And does it stay there after the cameras go off? Right. After the cute aesthetic post of your Bible, the highlights and the coffee on IG. Man. After the fellowship on Sunday. After the life group Wednesday night mm-hmm. is your heart still with him and speaking of this idea of God sees all you and you can't hide anything from him and just the idea that the secret place which we, we speak to so much mm. we talk about living with integrity yeah. um staying true to our particular standard of morality and godliness independent of um, external circumstance how do you do that hmm. <laughs> right like i don't even know if a lot of people have asked themselves that right. or if it's a question that is really presented as much as it should be but okay mm-hmm. how do you live with integrity because i know like you've had moments where you've probably done an extremely great job of that and may have failed in other areas yeah yeah yeah. so um when i'm looking at times where you know i've been good with it but also times where i've been terrible with being integral the common denominator was probably like god's heart and in in my perspective on what it was in both situations because all all the times where i've 
done good with being integral, I recognized that God's heart was was always with wherever mine was. It, it, it was recognizing what we're talking about now. It's like, okay, God really cares about what's happening behind the scene right here. Like regardless of me getting up in front of this podcast and ha- having this podcast that's doing well and people listening to it, music, whatever, regardless of all that, like God cares more about this, this, this tough conversation I'm having with my girlfriend, you know what I'm saying? That this tough conversation I'm having with, with my boys, like being open and stuff like that. Like God cares more about that. Once I recognize that it's like, it's easy to be integral. Cause it's like, whatever God cares about, I'm, I'm there. Right. But I think the times where I've done bad with this, where I failed to recognize that when, when I got into phases and modes where it was like, I felt like I could hide behind what I was doing for God. Um, and, and that would mask like, what happened outside of that because i think that that's um not the scary part i think for some people it's probably scary but it's like once you recognize that god's heart is with what you're doing behind the scenes and where your heart is genuinely at you can't hide behind the stuff that you're doing for him if that makes sense like i can't you can't i can't hide behind oh well i do this podcast twice a week so whatever i'm doing outside of that oh like it's made up for or i um Whatever that is for you, like I'm doing this community work, I'm going to church and I'm serving. I'm, you can't hide behind that stuff once you recognize God don't really care about it. And, and I, <laughs> and God, here's the thing, and I have I have Bible. Hold on, I have I have Bible for it, and um, like it is. I think it is a scary reality because I, I kind of went back and forth on that. Like it, it, but it is scary because there's some people who are living their lives in vain because they they don't have a heart that that God wants them to have. And they're doing all these things like they're serving they're they're reading the word, doing all these things. Well, it's like, if you don't have the heart God wants you to have, none of that stuff matters. If I'm being quite honest. And it's like, um, yeah, that, that's just the facts of it. And there's this uh, verse my girl was reading to me and it's in, it's Amos, which Amos is one of the books like you don't hear about, like no one really talking about. I have about never Amos. read it. No Amos. one be talking about. I forgot Amos, that was a book. Yeah, she was. I, she was reading it. And I was like Amos. I was like, oh word. Um, but it's Amos chapter five verses 20 th- 22 through twenty four. I'm gonna read it and then at the bottom of my Bible read the context behind it. So, God says, even if you offer me your burnt offerings and grain offerings, I will not accept them. I will have no regard for your fellowship offerings of fattened cattle. Take away from me the noise of your songs. I will not listen to the music of your harps, but let justice flow like water and righteousness like an unfailing stream. Right. So context are kind of to explain what he's saying at the bottom. It says God hated the religious practices of Israel and refused to accept them. Why? Because justice was absent from Israel, Israelite society. This is a reminder that you can't worship God on Sunday and despise your neighbor on Monday. You can't read your Bible in private and then oppress your brother in public. Um, So, that alone speaks volumes. God's literally saying, I'm not going to listen to your songs, bro. <laughs> I know you worshiping. I know you're bringing your offerings, but that's the equivalent, like in the Old Testament offerings, it's like you you sacrificing time to read your Bible, sacrifice time to go to church. You're doing all this stuff. I'm not going, I'm not seeing it. I'm not smelling the aroma of your sacrifice because the heart behind it ain't matching it. Like that's what matters, right? Um, so to answer your question, that that's that's what was missing in all the times where I was doing terrible. I was trying to hide behind like the stuff that I was doing because I was forgetting like God don't. It's less about that, right? Yeah. No, that that's real. Um, it, it's you know, just what what flows or is flowing from your heart. And so, I would add to end just in terms of 
being integral and having like this character that's beyond reproach, like in every setting, uh, independent of whether it's public or private. I think what has helped me is also having people who know the standard I want to live by and can be the barometer Hmm. and that third voice, that third voice of letting me know when that's not the case. But this is also what I've learned when it comes to accountability is it's still on you because accountability isn't about the person, people, or group that you have appointed to have that role in your life because they're not supposed to be your caretaker, your babysitter, or Mm -hmm. someone who is hovering over your shoulder. Accountability is, okay, I've fallen short. Now I have the courage to go and be open about where I failed. Mm -hmm. It's not someone coming to you and asking (laughs) what's happened, what's going on, or what's the condition of your heart. It's you taking the step mm-hmm. of they can't hold you accountable for anything you don't let them in on. Mm-hmm. And so it is having complete transparency, not just with the people around you, but more so with yourself, of being able to look yourself in the mirror, push past whatever that shame, condemnation, or even insecurity is and have the courage to take the step and let everyone know that you have, you know, in your inner circle, what's really happening mm-hmm. and going on. And, yeah. and not even, I love this idea, not even hiding behind accountability. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, they're not too concerned about it. It doesn't affect right. this aspect of my life. They haven't asked. I don't really need to tell them. Mm-hmm. They don't need to know all of that. No. Yeah. They do. They do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think, you know, probably just getting outside of um, living or going back and forth of being in the light and then just like crawling back into the darkness and yeah. being, yeah, being completely open like that accountability accountability aspect is huge when we talk about integrity but it still begins with you it's Mm -hmm. not just about having other people around you because all of us or at least some of us myself included have had you know a robust community of people who love encourage and want to help me but if i'm not giving them anything to assist speak life into or even help me with then that accountability is almost worth next to nothing so it still begins with you just being honest yeah no facts so is there any you had anything else uh, stop trying to hide behind them songs bro <laughs> that's all i gotta reiterate guys hey the word said it that wasn't me i'm just the messenger bro don't kill me he said stop hiding behind your hill song your maverick your maverick music you know what i'm saying like get your heart get your heart right clean the inside of the cup that's what he's saying that's what he's saying need it need it need it yeah so y'all know what it is it's all love we have a special episode this friday with our parents they're coming back on i'm super excited about that we'll probably do like a part one part two for friday and next wednesday and then next friday will be 
the very last episode of the year we've been doing like our big recap i feel like we've done that every year i think so thus far and so we'll just probably be a tradition that we kind of just keep going with um we'll take the last two weeks of this month off and then 2020 is up so we got look we got y'all the hello fresh plug (laughs) the connect we do we got a lot more coming yeah um merch on the way Uh, you know what i mean yeah, Guess, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, show me. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? But look, it's stay tuned, stay tapped in. Y'all know what it is. Stay you. Stay real. And stay humble. We'll catch y'all Friday. Much love.